You know, I like to start recording a podcast as close to the day it comes out as possible. So Monday nights, I like to do, if it, if I do it actually when I want to, it's Sunday, but Mondays are a really good time for me to want to record with my old pal J-Bomb here. Yeah, Mondays Mondays have seemed to work for us pretty good. Because it, it, it gets us right there at the most recent time before um, a new day, a new full time whenever the podcast comes out I, I feel like it's a great time to get it get it going yeah you're about catching us right when we you know put this out there yeah when it's the most when it's basically the most recent give or take about 10 6 to 10 hours you know yeah we're, i mean we're normally wrapping these up but like you know by around midnight sometime after midnight and they're coming out you know before noon the next day so I say that I say this because I could not have imagined canceling last night to start recording tonight. End up what happened, what I've heard happen with J Bomb tonight. Yes. So, wow. ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome in to Save the Planet. By the way. Yes. Welcome, welcome to the Save the Planet podcast. I am Keith. That is J Bomb. Hi. I mean, wow! Endorsed by Mountain Arts Democracy. Thank you so much. For go sticking mad. with us, go mad. Uh, Patreon, thanks, Casey Hurst, Gregory Fort, Shane Johnston. Thank you so much for continuing being awesome people and supporting us on Patreon. Patreon. Thank you for your three dollars. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, so what happened? Is very concerning, and it's also a follow up uh, to last week. This is a follow up from last week, and and honestly, that's why I I chose to talk about tonight. Yes. Yeah, so this, I'm gonna let J Bomb talk, and J Bomb just preference it by saying that, like, or we just preference it by saying we don't know what's gonna happen. I, I don't I don't know I don't know in this situation what the right thing to do with the. Yeah. Just you're smart. You know what and what. I not mean, to I'll say. I'll do my best. Yeah. Um, just and and don't let our, emotions get to you. <laughs> if you. Yeah, for our listeners, if you can't tell, I do sound a little different, and it's just because uh, my adrenaline right now is wired for fucking sound. Yeah. Uh, I probably a... won't sleep tonight um, because my adrenaline is popping like crazy. Um, but anyway, I guess we we kind of try to start from the get go here. Um, last week we, me and, and Keith discussed my friend who had stayed here, um, uh, every now and then because him and his wife having problems, you know, she done took shots at him and, and stuff like this. Um, you know, we discussed how, if you're in, if you're in a relationship like that, you, you need to get out. It's, it's a dangerous environment. Um, tonight is living proof of that. Yes. Um, oh Earlier today, I my sister called me. She said she she wanted me and my son to come have dinner with her before I took my son to football practice. I said, okay, you know, I'll, I'll go pick him up from his mom's early. We'll we'll meet you. We'll have have dinner. Um, before I left, that friend of mine we talked about last week um, showed up here right as I was leaving, and I was like, look, dude, I gotta go. You know, get my son taking football practice. I was like, you know. If you want to hang out here, we can talk when I get back. Um, you know, well, because uh, there was more problems in the marriage. 
And I was like, you know, if you want to hang out here, we'll talk when I get back. I'll be here back around eight o'clock. Um, but as I was leaving, he left too. So I figured he's going back, you know, cause he'd been back there since last week. Um, he'd been back there for six days. Um, took my son to football practice. Um, stopped, got me something to eat to, to bring home. Um, and some, for some reasons, as, as our listeners know, I stopped drinking on the weekdays. Uh, I only drink, you know, on weekends and stuff like that. Uh, occasions and shit. Something told me I just needed a drink tonight, which is weird. Because it's Monday. I did not plan on getting a drink. But something yeah, who told drinks me just, on Mondays? Yeah, yeah. Well, plenty of fucking people do. <laughs> it's I'm, Monday. I'm Monday just sucks. trying to make light of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Make I get light. it. I get it. And I, honestly, dude, it's it's a scary situation. It is. But I'm gonna. I, I'm one of those that I don't process shit like this easy. So a lot of times I will make jokes out of it, and I'll try to make light of it. Yeah. Um, because I need something for me. Um, but anyway, um, I did stop, and I didn't pick up anything strong, which now I'm regretting. Oh my! I got, yeah, I got one left, and it. I'm. I, I don't even feel anything. All I feel is adrenaline, just going boom, boom, boom. Um, but anyway, uh, I stopped, got something to take home to have some drinks, and I walk. I come to my house, and when I left my house, my dog was outside. When I got home, he wasn't. I was like, okay, somebody's let my dog inside, but mm-hmm. there's no cars, there's nothing sitting in my driveway. I'm like, who the fuck let my dog in? Well, I opened my front door, and there's a pair of boots blocking my door to where, like, I have to push on my door to move these boots out the way. I walk, I look at the boots, and I knew whose boots they were. I was like, okay, he's here, okay? I start, I start yelling for him, and I don't hear nothing. And I see his book bag laying in my bedroom, and I'm like, what the hell? And then I notice blood on the floor, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I start screaming for him, and I run into my bathroom, and this man is laying in in my bathroom floor, bleeding everywhere. Oh my god! I, I mean, dude, there's blood everywhere, and he's 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 laying there with his eyes closed, and I'm like, dear God, don't let him fucking be dead. So I yell his name, and I, I just yell it real loud, and he he opens his eyes and he stares at me, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck happened? And he's like, that shot me. And dude, my heart sank. I said, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Was you here?" And she shot you. And he was like, "No, we was at at our house, and I was leaving on the four wheeler, and she shot me." And he and I'm like, "Dude, we got to call nine one one." He starts freaking out about nine one one. He says, "No, I can get the bully out myself." And I'm like, "Dude, you're fucking crazy," because I look and he's been shot about two, maybe three inches above his elbow, right at the tricep muscle. Mm. But there's no exit wound. So it's still and there. I, yeah, and I'm like, dude, what kind of bullet was it? And he's like, it was a hollow point. Um, little science fact for anybody who doesn't know bullets. With a hollow point, when it hits and makes contact with your skin, it doesn't stay solid. It breaks into pieces and shatters through through every bit of your body. I mean, it can bounce. There's, there's been people that's been shot in the shoulder with a hollow point and they found pieces of that bullet in their fucking feet. Oh my God. Yeah. Hollow points are made to, when they go in, they just scatter. Wow. I didn't know. So yeah, that's the way hollow points are made. Well, I'm like, dude, there's no way of pulling this out. It was a hollow point. 
we got to call an ambulance. And it turns out the reason why he didn't want it, the cops called here is because he's got a warrant out for him for child support. I'm like, dude, you're going to fucking die for child support? Fuck that. I'm calling the cops and I'm calling 911. Yeah. So I got him sitting. At, well, I, I'm outside on the phone with 911 telling him his name, you know, telling him what happened. And they want his, his wife's name. They, they want every detail I can fucking think of. And he finally comes outside and he sits on the porch and he sits on my, my, my chair on the porch by the table. I give him a cigarette, try to calm him down. And I mean, he's just bleeding everywhere. I mean, we, we took a towel and wrapped it around it, but I guess the, the pain from that, those pieces of bullets still being in it, he would take that towel off every now and then. And I'm like, dude, don't do that. Don't take the towel off. And every time he'd take that towel off, I mean, just blood would spurt mm -hmm. everywhere. Oh my God. But basically the way he described it to us was him and the wife were fine. Like all day they were good. And then her son got there. And when her son got there, she wanted to start arguing about stuff. And then she told him uh, he needs to pack his stuff and leave. And that she wanted the keys to the truck. She wanted the keys to the four-wheeler. She wanted him to walk out of there. Well, I mean, where they live at is on top of a mountain with nobody in sight. For him to leave there carrying bags in the dark on his own in the middle of nowhere is stupid. So he told her, he's like, I'm going to take my stuff. I'm going to put it on the four-wheeler. I'll take, I'll go somewhere else and I'll bring you the four-wheeler back. Well, apparently as he was driving down the road on the four-wheeler, she took three shots at him and two of them hit. Oh my God. Uh, one of them hit, like I said, into his tricep muscle. The other one grazed his left rib cage. And he didn't even know about that one. He didn't even know he had it. <clears throat> Um, cause he, I guess the pain from the tricep, he wasn't feeling much else and seeing all that blood come out of his arm. That's all he thought about. But when the paramedics got here and started checking him out, they was like, you have another wound and you could see like the bullet grazed his, his skin and it's like the bullet grabbed part of his skin and tore it. So like you could see the velocity that that bullet was moving past his, his rib cage. And the cop told me, he said, where that where that was, if it would have been at two inches to the right, it would have got his kidneys, and he probably would have died before he ever made it to my house. Man, from oh his man. from his house to my house on a four wheeler is probably about a 15, 20 minute drive. Um, shot, God knows how long it took, but he brought himself here on that four wheeler and hid his four wheeler because he was afraid she would come by my house looking for him because I'm the only person he knows around here mm -hmm. and he hid it so she wouldn't find it and dude I didn't go look at the four-wheeler until after the ambulance done took him away and stuff but that four-wheeler is covered in blood my my bathroom floor is covered in blood um, my porch was covered in blood and I actually called my mom and mom came up here and helped me clean up all the blood now, is there a worry still that she might show up to your place anyways? If she know, Does she even know where your place is? Uh, she knows where my place is. She has picked him up here before. Mm. Um, according to what the police officers... Well, actually, it ain't according to what the police officers. It's what I heard over the radio. When they had my friend in the back of the ambulance uh, getting him ready, um, it came over the cops' intercom that this guy's wife had called and reported the four-wheeler stolen. 
Yeah. Reported it fucking stolen. And I'm sure she didn't say it was stolen by my husband. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I shot him. Um, so <laughs> Why would you say yeah. those important parts? Yeah, you're going to want to leave those out. They're kind of incriminating, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when, when the dude pops up at somebody else's house bleeding to death because he's been shot, that's really incriminating. I mean, um, no. Yeah. But the, the cops did tell me they didn't know because I live in Virginia. He lives in West Virginia because mm-hmm. my house is my house is literally minutes away from the West Virginia border. So Virginia cops on my side have their investigation and the West Virginia cops have their own investigation. And right now it seems like it's all over a fucking sto- stolen four wheeler because I'm guessing she didn't report the fact that she shot him. You know. Um, so they did tell me that if she comes by here to try to get the four wheeler, um, they told me not to try to stop her, but they told me to go ahead and keep the keys to it. And I have cameras outside. So I told them I would record every fucking bit of it. If she come here, try to get that four wheeler because I'm guessing that's evidence now. Um, oh yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. I mean, it's covered in his, his fucking blood, dude. Um, so I have the keys to it, but they told me to lock all my doors and if she tries to get into my house forcefully to do what I have to do to defend myself, because she's already shot one person tonight, and she probably don't care to shoot another one. Probably not. Uh, so, like I told the officers, I have a loaded 9mm. I mean, it is loaded, and it is next to my bed within arm's reach, and it does have hollow points in it. I, I, I told the officer, said, look, I don't want to kill nobody. I don't want to think oh, about killing God. anybody. But if she tries to come into my house and she starts firing, I'm going to do what I got to do. Um, now, whether I do, I think she would actually pop up here. No, not really. I risk think she, it. I think she might would come by here to see if the four wheeler is somewhere visible to see if this is where he came. Um, but I think that's as far as she would go. This is a very sticky situation, dude. I feel like my mo- my life is a movie right now. I mean, this is what kind of people deal with this kind of bullshit, you know? I don't know I, many. I don't live in the fucking ghetto. I I don't live in a crime-ridden fucking city. Why do I got this kind of bullshit happening? You live in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. I live in fucking nowhere. Exactly. Like you go to nowhere and take a left. I mean, I am I am beyond nowhere. And just because I I have a buddy that I've known since fucking middle school who's been in an abusive-ass fucking relationship for God knows how long. I mean, we discussed this last week. And I've told this guy for months, if you don't get away from her, she's going to shoot you. And tonight, she did. She shot him. She fucking shot him. And then his cousin just messaged me right before we started recording this podcast, showing me things about the because they were they were taking him to a local uh, middle school here, and a helicopter was going to pick him up and take his ass out mm-hmm. to whichever hospital closest handles gunshot wounds. The thing I'm worried about is his cousin just messaged me before we started this podcast, stating that the helicopter was canceled and they took him to a local hospital here. Hmm. The thing that's worrying me is if they canceled that, what does I'm that worried. Mean? I'm wondering if he made it, man, and I'm, I don't know. Did he look like he could have? 
Oh, he dude, he was running off so much adrenaline when I got here. He was speaking full sentences. He was, I mean, he was co- uh, cooperating with the police. He was talking to me. I mean, he was fully fucking coherent so because the once, adrenaline was just running. Once the adrenaline wears off and he's calmed down, probably when the body That's wears, what probably. scares me. Hmm. As much blood as he's lost, dude. I mean, the blood on that four-wheeler, the blood in my bathroom. There is a pair. Apparently, when he got here, he went straight to my bathroom. He pulled his jeans off and used his jeans to try to stop the bleeding on his arm. And you even Those, said that he had to travel from there to your place, and that's a 20-minute drive with the four-wheeler. That's a 15- to 20-minute four-wheel drive. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So how much he's – and as much blood was on that four-wheeler, not all of the blood he lost is on that four-wheeler. He probably left a fucking blood trail all the way here. And, like, every time he would take that towel away from his arm, dude, it would just spurt blood. That's insane. It was just – it was shooting out. Wow. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, dude, I've never been through anything like that. I mean, I know there's probably, if there's people listening that's been through worse, it's going, shit, this dude don't know shit. I am sorry for you people, too, because this was fucked up. Well, how do, you, how do you go through something like that? In, in a society that we live in now, you're not supposed to be meant to go through that. No. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and you, in your life, and just... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how to even like begin I to mean, dissect what just is going on. I mean, that's what I told his cousin when when I called her tonight. I'm like, picture being me. Yeah. I'm all, hey, football practice was great, and yeah, you just living I, your regular dad life right now. Yeah, and then I just walk into my house and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Holy shit, there's my friend dying. Yeah. Whoa, you know. <laughs> I just it showed was a how- hit. It was a fucking hit to the face, but, like, it, my mom came up here and helped me clean up the blood, and, like, me and mom sat here, and we're not shocked. And we both told him if he went back with her one day, she's going to fucking shoot him. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a situation where it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe she would do so. No, it's like, yeah, because even last week, you said it last week, if he stays with her, something bad's going to happen. So, like... Yeah, it kind of made sense that this unfortunately happened. It's yes, not shocking. I mean, is, it's sad. It, it was it was like a shock of, oh, my God, dude, you've been shot. Yeah. But then after time settled down, it was, I'm really not surprised. It's Yeah, it's not a shock of, like, oh, my God, I can't believe she did it. It's a shock of, wow, she actually did it. It's a shock of, oh, my God, they've been shot. Yeah. They actually and then did later, it, and he's when shot. And when you... Later, when you calm down, you're like, but I'm not shocked that he got shot. Yeah, exactly. I'm not surprised at all, actually. You know, I've I seen this coming. It was I, it was red from a mile away. Yeah, honestly, I, 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 I told him if he kept going back, he was going to get shot. But I always thought if, if or when it would happen, she'd shoot and kill him, and that would happen over there, and I would just hear about it on the fucking news. Yeah, you didn't know that it would come directly back to your house. Yeah, I didn't know he would make his way to my fucking bathroom to die. And I, you and know, I, and I think that's why I don't know. I'm, I'm from an I outside. Mean, what if I would? What if I would have decided to go to my sisters and hang out with my brother-in-law, and play video games? What if I would have decided to 
to go to my mom's and, and, and talk with her for a little bit. You know, what if, what if I decided not to go immediately home? Yeah, because he practice? wasn't going to call 911. I might have come home to find a dead man. Probably. Yeah. Then what would then what would happen? Yeah, exactly. I, I come home to a dead man, and I have no idea why he's dead and why he's laying in my house. Yeah, and now you have a bunch of questions. Now you got police galore. It's like, yeah. man, for for your sake, the way that it happened is kind of well for his sake. Let me let me restart. But also, and this is this is one of those for my sake moments. Yeah. The first thing I thought of after they took him out of here and after the cops left. When my mom got here, I looked at my mom and I said, thank God, this is not the week I had my children. Yeah, I, I immediately thought that too. I was like, oh my God. What if so me and my this... kids would have pulled in here in the van and we come in like it's a normal day and we and they love him to death. That would have been traumatic. They love him like an uncle. Yeah. What if we were, me and my children would have came in this house to find him laying in my bathroom floor bleeding out and dying. It would have been. My kids would have been fucking traumatized. It would have been traumatic. Yeah. How do you, how do you explain that to them? Your kids are still yeah. very young. You can't yes, explain something. Yes, my kids are five, like seven, and eight. Yeah, you can't explain something like them to that, to that to them yet. No. I mean, the. I don't want my kid. I don't want my kids to have to experience something like that. Well, extremely lucky that they don't. Yes, uh, it, dude. It was as far as timing goes. It it couldn't have been any better for you. For for you, it's really lucky that it happened because you were at least there when you needed to be. And for him, it's extremely lucky because you might have possibly saved his life. Oh no, I definitely saved his life. Yeah, he was bleeding. As bad as he was bleeding. Well, the I'm saying that... The police officers told me he shouldn't... As much blood as he lost, they are amazed that he made it here. I'm sub- I'm, I'm saying that as you're still worried at the moment. So... Yeah, I'm still worried. Yeah. But he he could... he If you weren't there at the time, yeah, he would have, like, been dead sooner. But the yeah. fact that you oh, got there when you did... there and bled out. Yeah, the fact that you got there when you did probably saved him several hours, if not his entire life. You know what I mean? That's what he I'm told saying. me. He told me he got here about ten minutes before I did. But when I got here, he looked passed out. Man. So he may have been here longer. I don't know. Ten minutes. Yeah. If he said ten minutes, it's probably been close to like half an hour. I don't know. As much blood as there was, and then once I got here and I seen how much he was bleeding, he might have been right. Because as much as he bled from the time I got here to the time the ambulance got here. That was a whole lot of fucking blood. Do you know how to tell fresh blood and whatnot? Uh, yeah, I mean, there was plenty of, like, by the time he left, there was dried blood, you know, with, like, the mm. ring around it and yeah. shit. Well, that um, was by the, time, the, the, by the time he left. But, like, I mean, and when he got here, I guess he tried toilet paper first. That's what the police officer said, because my, my toilet mm-hmm. was full of blood and bloody toilet paper. I guess he tried to stop the bleeding with that, and the police officer was like, yeah, that wasn't the right idea. And he's like, so he's like, so what I'm gathering is he pulled his jeans off and he wrapped them around it because his jeans, dude, I mean, are soaked in blood. You can't even see the blue in the jeans anymore. Yeah, just throw it's, those away. It's covered in blood. Well, actually, I bagged them up because I figured the cops might want those for evidence. Oh, dude. yeah, 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 yeah. Any kind of like blood sample stuff like that is probably going to be used for evidence. Yeah, and I like the blood in my bathroom, the blood on my porch. The police officer took the pictures and told me I was free to clean that up. And I was like, good, I don't want to take a shit in there right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, honestly, like, now I'll, I will say this about my buddy. Um, 
Now the 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 paramedics asked him had he had anything to drink, and he said, "Yeah, I had a few drinks," um, which that thinned his blood, which made him bleed more. But I think it kept him calm enough to not fucking go into shock. Mm-hmm. Um, but him in the back of that ambulance had me and three cops laughing our asses off. Because he's the only guy that I think I can think of that gets shot and is still trying to crack jokes and be funny. <laughs> like, he had me and the cops giggling. I was like, dude, well, actually, it wasn't just him. It was me and him. <laughs> Because they, they wanted to put a, uh, they had one IV in him already, and they was like, look, man, we need to put another IV in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, he was like, dude, I really fucking hate needles. And I, I went, dude, and well, I said his name, and he looked at me, and I was like, you've already been shot. <laughs> I was like, twice. I was like, do you really think a fucking needle matters right now? And the cops just lost it. And before they was, when they were closing the ambulance, he went, hey, Jack, and I looked around, and I seen him, and he was like, he had a middle finger up, and he's like, fuck you, man. And I was like, I love you, brother. Be good. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got, you got a point. I mean, if you got shot twice. Yeah. What the fuck what's is a little, fucking IV what's a little gonna needle going to be for anything, dude? And then uh, he was scared about the helicopter, too. They was like, we're going to get a helicopter. We're going to throw you on it. He's like, dude, I've never flown before. I don't want to do this. But, I, I you know, I, I looked at him. And then I, I told him, you know, you, you've been shot, man. Needles, nothing. And uh, he, 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 and he, I, well, no, I told him, I was like, look, man, I've had a heart attack. I've been on the helicopter. That was the best part of my heart attack was being on a helicopter. I've always wanted to fly on a helicopter. I said, man, the helicopter ride is great. And like, even the, the paramedics was like, oh, no, with the weather we're having right now, your helicopter ride is going to be real smooth and, and awesome. And I was like, so yeah, man, enjoy your ride. I was like, but you got to go. How fucked up would have been if, like, the helicopter guy would have just been like, oh, it's kind of rough up there today. Yeah, that would have sucked. And, and, like, when I had my heart attack, you know, back in November last year, Mm -hmm. um, two years ago, um, it it was in November and the weather was bad and they didn't know if they could helicopter me out. But, you know, here we are, you know, it's you know mid to almost late September. The weather's actually nice today. Yeah. So if, all if they had to throw him on a, a helicopter, they he couldn't have asked for better weather. Yeah, all things considered, today was a really good day. You know, yeah, I mean, until was, like the sunny. last like two hours. Do what? Until like the last two hours for you at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my night's been weird. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Well, Oh, I mean, like, even my poor dog had a, had a big drop of blood right on his nose. Oh, not the pupper. I guess, oh. Well, like, when, like, my mom has seizures, and when my mom has a seizure, my dog will pin her down. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's actually the best thing you can do to somebody having a seizure. My dog is, like, really, really caring when it comes to shit like that. Do I, what? I didn't know that. It's to pin them down whenever they're doing that? Yeah, because you don't want them, like, flailing and hurting themselves. Oh, that's fair. So, like, yeah, my dog, I've seen my mom have a seizure, and my dog is on her before I am. Um, So, I'm guessing him coming, stumbling through my house, bleeding all over the place, my dog was on him. You know, my dog was like, dude, are you okay? What's going on? Oh, yeah, dogs dogs are real good at, like, being able to tell, like, if something is wrong or something. Like, Yeah, and when I got here, my dog was, when I opened the front door, my dog was there, like, dude. 
dude, dude. You know, I just didn't, it didn't sink in on why my dog's doing that. He, you know, usually he's at the door waiting on me. Yeah. But he was like more excitable tonight. He knew and something I think was about up. it. Yeah, I didn't think about it till I got to my bathroom. I was like, holy shit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, dude, it's just, <laughs> wow. Wow, indeed. It's just crazy. And, you know, uh, I'm sure I'll probably end up getting called to court for this. More than likely. Um... But, like, the cops, the after he left, the cops was like, do you think he'll press charges? And I looked at the cops, because by then, me and the cops were cool. We'd, we'd done talked a bunch of crazy shit. Like, one of the cops looked at me and was like, he needs to get away from this crazy bitch. And I was like, I've been telling you that for months, officer. But, uh, you know, it, it got to the point where me and the officers, we were, we were good. <laughs> you know? Cop, just, cops were right there with you just chatting. Oh, yeah, we were chatting like crazy. Dude, they're just like, like dudes like all of us. They're just cops. Well, like, I think we talked about it last week that this friend of mine had sent me a video of, like, a couple months back where she had shot at his feet. And he was talking to her on the video about it. And I, I even showed it to the officer. Like, the officer sat there and watched the whole video. And he's going, oh, my God. <laughs> That'll probably he, be used. He, he actually asked. He said, do you think he'll press charges? And I looked at the officer and said, he fucking better. Yeah, I mean, he better. And I told his cousin tonight because she called me. You know, well, I called her. And then she called me back. But. Um, I, you know, I told her, I said, I swear to God, if he goes back to her after this, I will kick his ass myself. Yeah. How do you go He's back to it. someone like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I asked him on the porch. I, I was on the phone with 911 waiting on, you know, the police and the ambulance to get here. And I looked at him. I was like, you done with the crazy bitch now? And he's like, oh yeah, man, I'm good. You know, she's done shot me. I'm good. And I was like, you fucking better be, man. I don't. I don't get it. Like, other people, there's been stories about people actually going back after shit like that happening. I'm just I curious. swear to God, I'm if just, he does, I'll kick his ass. I don't I don't get it. I hope he doesn't, He, he fucking better not. I hope he if, doesn't for his sake. If he does, I'm going to have to kick his he, ass he to got, maybe knock some sense into him. Because if not, he's going to stay there and she's going to kill him next if, time. If he makes it out, what, he probably, he more than likely will. He he better like be faking some lucky stars here and there and never ever ever go back because karma. That's not the word I think I'm wanting to say, but uh, God, there's a saying I was going to say, but I'm not clever enough to think of it. <laughs> I don't know, but basically, just don't do that. He better not. I mean, well, you know, we we talked about this last week, and that that's why this is a follow up. Uh, you know, we talked about this last week. If you're in a, a toxic relationship to where it's getting violent, someone's shooting at you, someone's beating on you, it's past that point of no return. Yeah, especially the moment a gun gets aimed at you. That's when you have to get yeah, away. That's at the moment that goes a little too far. Yeah, yeah. Once a Once a weapon is pointed at you, it's time to go. It doesn't even have to be a gun. Just any sort no. of weapon. A gun, a knife, friggin' baseball yeah. bat. If something being any used as a weapon. Yeah, anything being used as a weapon and they point it at you, get out. The moment you're threatened with bodily harm, yeah. I don't give a shit how much you love that person or how bad of a situation you're in. You're about to be in a worse one. Yeah. Get the 
fuck away from it. That's a... Of the 80, 90 episodes that we've done of Save the Planet right now, mm. that has to be, like, one of the wilder stories that we've talked about. For me, it's the wildest. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never been in a situation like that. I mean... Well, hearing about it, that's the wildest I've ever heard. It's just... To, to like, now, like, I, I got a feeling for a while, you know, I'll walk in my bathroom and I'll see that, you know? Yeah. Apologies, everyone, if you get some cut out of, cuts out of audio here and there. This is a very crazy situation. People might be calling J-Bomb and whatnot, other things like that. So, yeah, stay I with, mean, stick with us. And then my, my mom had to go on the, the club chat and... Be like prayers and yeah. all this for Jack. He just came to his house and found his friend shot in his house. And so now I have all the club members going, dude, are you okay? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, everyone's you know? like freaking out. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, because I mean, mom didn't go into details. And, and that seems like it's the trend tonight. Anybody I've told about it, mm -hmm. the first thing they think about is that she came here and shot him. And they want to make sure I'm okay. Yeah. And uh, that's the first thing I tell everybody is it didn't, it didn't happen, happen here. It didn't happen here. He just came to my place. Yeah, he came to my place to apparently fucking die or hope to God I show up and do something. Yeah. But he was so dead set on he didn't want cops because of a fucking warrant for fucking child support. And when I got here, I didn't give him a choice. Deal with that like, later. Yeah, as soon as he said she shot me, well, he said the shot me as I, I was like okay i'm getting the phone i'm calling 911 and he was like no don't call 911 and i'm like why the fuck not dude yeah and he's like oh i got a warrant out for me for for back child support and i was like you want to die for that yeah and he's like no and i was like well then i'm calling 911 shut the fuck up like, and we're calling 911 yeah i told him i was like you're not fucking dying in my house man yeah I was like, you know, like you, I'm calling 911. And and that's what I did. And after that, after I, because I explained to him, I was like, dude, the, the bullet hole does not have an exit. I was like, if there is no exit wound, that bullet is still stuck in you. And then that's when he looked at me and said it was hollow points. And I was like, okay, so not just a bullet stuck in you. You've got shards of a bullet stuck in all kinds of places of you. And we don't even know what the fuck they at. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. You're going to hear some bad rattling for a second, probably. I heard a little. Sorry about that. It's all good. But, Woo! yeah, man, it's just... It's just I, I, I'm at a loss for fucking words for, for tonight. I am... I'm intrigued how this podcast is going to go, honestly. Like, I, since I'm the... Since I'm just, like, the host... One of the hosts right now, I'm in podcast mode... Sorry, yeah. uh, I'm just thinking like, oh God, this will this episode be used for uh, evidence, or will I will, <laughs> we, have take, will we have to take I, it down or whatever? Fuck. I don't. I don't think it'll no, be used for evidence because you know, as as me and you talked about before we started recording, the events did not take place at my house. Yeah, and but like, I. I <sighs> I was the play. I was his refuge to get away from being killed. Right. Uh, that that's the only way I was involved in this. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as what happened there, 
You I have no safe idea haven. and cannot be asked about it. The only thing I can be asked about is the aftermath. Yeah, you were his safe haven. Yeah, I was I was the only place he knew that was close that he could get to and try to get help. <sighs> we, whenever you called me, I was in a group chat with my friends just playing Destiny 2. And the shock of what you told me, I immediately was like, I got to tell these fucks this. So yeah. I, I said about like what happened, not not everything obviously, but I, about what happened, yeah. and they're just like, "You sure you should be like talking about that, or you just want to <laughs> skip an eye of the podcast?" I'm just like, "No, no, he wants to talk about it, so I'm a, I'm, I'm I want to do a podcast. He definitely wants to do one. I'll I'll let him do it." But like in the back of my head, I'm just going, "Holy shit, this is going to be quite an episode." Yeah, I mean. And then, in in some ways, yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't have talked about it, but like I told you before, we started doing, started recording. It helps. Last week we talked about this situation, and we talked about the the, the direction it was going and how bad it could get, and we we warned our listeners to not stay in a toxic environment like that. Right. And this happening tonight. I felt should be followed up on, on this podcast because of what we talked about last week to show the people that it's we were right. It's yeah. not bullshit. It's not bullshit. If you're in a situation like bullshit. that, get out. Try if to get out. I know it's hard. If you're in a situation like this, it can get worse and it will. Yeah. I mean, this man is, I, I don't know how he is right now, which worries me, but this man's fighting for his life. He's been shot. I'm I'm coming out of podcaster mode for a minute. I'm this is Keith talking to Jack. Yes. Are you okay? Are you personally okay? I mean, dude, I'm I'm shook up as fuck. Like I am I'm really shook up, which is why I don't think I'll sleep much tonight. I'm I'm really shook up about it. I'm I've never experienced anything like that. Um not I'm, something I'm a lot okay, of people though. experience. A, do what? I said not something a lot of people experience. No, no, and I, I, I hoped I'd spend my whole life without having to kind of experience something like this, um, but it happened, um, and yeah, like I said, I, I'm a bit shook up about it, um, because I mean, I've, I've known this guy for, fuck, I'm, I'm 37 years old, I've known this guy for at least 25 years of my life, mm-hmm. and to, to come into my own home and find him like that, um, was beyond, you know, to say the least, shocking. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope the bitch goes to fucking prison for it. Because, um, I mean, that's the one thing he kept repeating when the cops and, and the ambulance was here is, you know, what kind of wife shoots her fucking husband? That's what he kept saying over and over again. And I'm like, dude. I understand what you're saying, but I told you to get away from this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it 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 has me rattled a little bit, but you know, like I said, my mom did come up here and help me clean the blood up from my house, and you know, me and mom talked a little bit, and and you know, like I said, mom talking in the club about it. Now I got everybody in the club uh, hitting me up like <laughs> double edged sword. Travis was first one on it. Was like, how's my best friend doing? What the hell happened? Are you okay? And I, I had to explain to him, dude, it didn't happen here. I was not here. He came here after he got shot. Um, 
because Travis was freaking out. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Skinner was, like, next. Um, and our, our new prospect, um, he actually works with, with me. Um, he was automatically hitting me up, which he knows about this guy because this guy, you know, I got him a job with me. Mm-hmm. Um, he got fired, but, you know, so this guy I work with knew him. Um, so, yeah, he was hitting me up going, what's going on? So, I mean, I, I have a hell of a support system. You do. I do. Absolutely and do. It, and it's spelled M-A-D. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's a really good support system to have. It helped me through a divorce. It's going to help me through this. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I am rattled. I'm, I'm a little freaked out. And until I know how he is, I'm going to be on edge. Um, I really don't want to think about getting that call saying he's he's dead. And that was the last time I seen him. I, I really don't even want to think about that that idea. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm good. Um, I'm just like like we talked about already. I'm I'm pumped full of fucking adrenaline, and I'm I'm everywhere at the moment. If at any time throughout from now until we're done with STP, and even if we're in say the after show, you don't want to record anymore, we'll stop yeah. the episode right there. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening and you hear a sudden stop, you know exactly where we're, what's going on. No, uh, no, I'm I'm good. Are, are you sure? Um, yeah, I, I mean I'm good. Okay. I am. Well, I want to. Uh, I, I don't. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know about much of an after show. We'll, we'll give it a shot. Okay. I, I don't know how we can follow this up. Um, but, to um, try to do other stuff and not talk about yeah. it. Try to. Not not saying ignore it because it's not something that should be ignored, but try to like get better or try Honestly, to like. Honestly, when I'm I'm gonna ask you this: when we get done with this episode, yeah. Uh, before we do the after show, let's cut the call and let me call his cousin back. Of and course, see what she said. yeah, yeah. Do whatever and you got to do, and brother. then we'll pick back up. Absolutely. Okay. Don't worry about that. Um, right. I don't know where to go. <laughs> I'm still get I'm still getting used to this broadcasting thing, and I, I as dude, I, this is that's I, I feel like I I've been on a fucking, heavy. I've been I feel like I've been in a movie or on some kind of like episode of CSI oh. tonight. Um, so I really I don't can, know how to follow this. I can up. definitely tell you one thing: I'm not doing a save the after show promo. That's, <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> Fuck that noise! No, no. Like, <laughs> It ain't happening right now. Maybe later, once we start talking about something else. But like, yeah, know, that'd we, be kind we, of insensitive. We kind of need, we kind of need a safety after show promo. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, listen, I'll do it at the end of the show. Right now, we just need to uh, focus on something else. Try to get your mind off what has just occurred. I know that's really hard to do, especially when you're still getting texts and calls where it's so fresh that happened. Um, yeah, it's just. <laughs> it's. I'm just glad all the. I'm glad that, well, I, I would say all the blood's out of my house, but it's not. Oh. I'm glad the majority of the blood is out of my house. Well, that's a good thing. His his book bag's still sitting by my bedroom door, and it's got quite a bit of blood on it. Oh. Uh, and then those jeans are bagged up in my bathroom sink. Um, so there's still some blood in my house. Um, a little close to Halloween. It's kind of fucking freaky. Um, but, yeah. 
Send good vibes to J-Bomb right now, everybody, if you're listening to this. He needs it more than anything we could possibly think of. Send him. Yeah. I'm yeah, really you. surprised that you wanted to do a show today. This scene. I, I, I did because in, in my head, and I mean, my mom was even up here, and my mom was like, well, I'm going to go home and you know, because my mom takes Seroquel to help her sleep. Right. She was like, I'm going to go home before a Seroquel kicks in and I can't go home. And I was like, all right, mom. I was like, go home. I'm I'm going to go do a podcast. And and my mom even, I guess, I guess where mom's here all the time, she knows. She was like, honestly, that's probably what's best for you. And and that got me thinking about, we, me and you have talked so much about this podcast being an escape for us or a, a way to vent for us or just something to take stress off of yeah. us. And, and that's the first thing that came through my head was maybe getting on this podcast, talking about this with you for, for people to hear, you know, not only helps me, you know, get it off my chest, but it also helps me tell people that, if you're if you're dealing with something like this, get away from it. Right. Because it, it may get you killed if you don't. You know, if you're in that toxic, dangerous ass relationship, get away because you may end up getting fucking shot. You know. Yeah. yeah, dude. We we here to save the planet, but we gotta save ourselves first. Exactly. And there ain't much of a planet without people on it. Exactly. So yeah. Uh, it's just there's there as we talked about last week there is no relationship that is good enough to put yourself through an abusive situation yeah and almost die for yeah or you know could possibly die from and i mean there's been people that have died for for the same damn thing yeah um you know it's it's a dangerous subject and it's a dangerous situation to be in um and there's hardly ever a good outcome without you getting the fuck away. So just get the fuck away. Wow. Yeah. Heavy. Heavy ass night, man. I mean <laughs> I tell you right now, my dog, I guess his adrenaline like was kicking ass so bad he's in a fucking coma right now. He's dead. Um, like not legit, but like he's sleeping. Yeah. Sleepy boy. Oh he is he has crashed the hell out. He's he's damn near snoring. I unfortunately he realized how I'm, poor... He must poor. know I'm talking about him, though, because as soon as I started doing that, he got up and mm. made a circle and then laid right back down. <laughs> I just realized, unfortunate, how bad of word choice I just used there. I apologize for that. <laughs> what, what, my, oh, about the dead, dead thing? Yeah, my bad. Uh, Sorry. No, no, it's all good. My bad. It's all good. <sighs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Well, hey, but, speaking of the bomb shelter, I'm going mm. to help us out here and do a little light talk for a little bit. I know where you're going, and I love it. Ah, good. Very good. So, uh, this has got voodoo in the valley written all over it. <laughs> Man, you're not even fully decorated yet, are you? Dude, I haven't even got started no, yet. Wow. I'm so, I've been so fucking okay. busy. Uh, which, by the no, way, but... before we do get started on anything else, I do have to point out that my son's football team kicked ass yesterday. Hell yeah, let's go! It was twenty-eight to nothing. They finally won their their first game this season. Let's uh, and go! It was just so fun. I think that I even told the coach today at practice. I was like, "Y'all need to do this before y'all's games every time." Hell yeah! I was like, 
I was like, what happened was, uh, I don't know if you've heard the song, um, I think it's called the Cha-Cha Shuffle or some shit. They play it at bars a lot. Mm-hmm. I probably have. I but it tells you like to stomp your fr- uh, right foot, stomp your left foot, and clap, clap, clap. And, yeah, you know, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the place we went to was playing just random music before the game. And they was playing that song. <laughs> and my son's team is out there doing warm-ups. You know, they're they're running, you know, they're doing their little warm-ups and stuff, getting ready for the game. Well, out of nowhere, the whole team stops doing warm-ups, and they start doing the dance with the song. Yeah, that's sick. And I look, and the coach is even doing it with them. And, dude, my son is out there. My son is out there trying to stand out. I guess he's being a little J bomb. <laughs> Just getting it. I got video. I got a video of him, like where other kids like stopped doing it. He didn't. He's out there shaking his ass <laughs> in the in the background. He's all shaking his ass, doing his little <laughs> dance and stuff. And then he's doing the little stomp and he's clapping and and then he all of a sudden it's his turn and he hops down and he and he hikes and he goes and running. And as soon as he gets to the other end of the line, he jumps up and he keeps doing it. Heck yeah. <laughs> he was into it, man. That's awesome. He was. He That's was legit. so into it. And he actually he actually got called out on the, the loudspeaker uh, like three or four times for getting a couple tackles. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, he tackled the ball carrier uh, at least three or four times. There you go. At the game. Yeah, they called him, even though they mispronounced his name, which just kept pissing me off. <laughs> they mispronounced every member of that team that they said. Like, my son is, is Raylan Hagerman. They called it Rylan Hagerman. And I was no. like, you motherfuckers. And Get then there right. was another kid named uh, Jackson Bragg, and they called him Jackson Brass. And I How was do like, you mess oh. that up? That's what I was saying, and I, I looked at uh, Jackson's dad, and I was like, I'm, I swear to God, if this game wasn't almost over, I'd walk over there to the fucking tower and be like, look, give me your sheet so I can spell this shit right for you. <laughs> right? Yeah. And if you're going to call idiots. out my kid for nailing one of y'all's kids, at least you can do is say his name right. Right, yeah. It was an away game. We was at their their place, so, you know, they, they were probably fucking up on purpose. Uh, yeah. Because... Like I said, we did slaughter them. It was twenty-eight to nothing. They deserved it. Yeah, well, uh, the we've had three games, and the first two games was against the toughest teams in the whole league. Mm. We got our asses stomped in the first two games, so th- these kids needed that win. Heck yeah! And built some and they morale. Did. Yeah, and their next game is against a team that they beat every year, so oh. they're going into that game with the, against them with that momentum. I feel like that'll be really good for him. That's excellent. I can't wait to yeah. hear about about him crushing more. Yeah. Now this Saturday they'll go against Peterstown, and hopefully they'll kick some more ass. Well, congratulations! And, and hopefully to him. they'll play the Cha Cha Shuffle, and I can see the whole team do that shit again. <laughs> That'd be sick. But that's what I told the coach today. I was like, dude, honestly, I think them doing that got those kids loosened up and mm-hmm. happy and. And, and feeling like they were just in a good mood and having fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I think that's what got y'all the win. And he's like, you might be right. He, he said, I think I'm going to start bringing a little Bluetooth speaker with me no matter where we're at so we can I can get them hyped up. And I was like, you fucking should do that, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, get them hyped up, get them loosened up, feeling good. Because it, it worked out. Good type of music just does that to you, you know? It does, yeah. It and it was it. cool, man. Speaking of music and hyped up, Voodoo in the Valley, October 8th. Yes. 
Get it's ready. Back to voodoo. Get ready. Yes. Because there's about to be a hillbilly invasion, boy. I'm I'm hoping for a hillbilly invasion. Well, at the moment, I have that day off now. You told me that. I am going to be coming down to Virginia yes. with Vagabond and yes. hopefully with Neiman. Nice. So we are going to cram into the old Stang. We are going to hit I-79, or 77, I think. 77, 77 yeah. yeah. And we are going to make our way down to the bomb shelter. Fuck yes. We are just and I've, I've seen away. other Hillbilly members have said maybe, and I've seen even uh, Weevil said yes. So if Weevil's coming, that means she's bringing Breeder. That's exactly what that means. And that means she's they're bringing Prospect. Um, so, I mean... I told Travis this uh, last week. I said, look, at first I was thinking us putting Voodoo at the beginning of the month was going to be bad. I was like, but it's so far away from Hell in the Hills Mm -hmm. that we may be able to make this into a, instead of an OD thing, this may be a club thing too. Which should be fair. I mean, you all come up, or yeah, come up from Virginia to Hell in the Hills, why not yeah. return the favor one na- one time? Well, that's what I'm thinking. If putting this at the beginning of the month and Hell in the Hills being at the end of the month gets Hillbilly members here mm-hmm. and makes it a whole club thing, mm-hmm. then I will start scheduling it every year at the beginning of the month. Well, I can guarantee I will be there. So, like, Voodoo in the Valley will be that lead-up to Hell in the Hills. But it's so far from Hell in the Hills, you know, it's it's almost a month apart that it gives people time to schedule it and actually be able to make both events. So I may start scheduling Voodoo in the Valley at the beginning of the month if I can get a lot of you guys down here. You will, Like I said, you will definitely have me down there. And depending on yes. Vagabond and Neiman, I'm sure they'll both be trucking with me. I would love to have both of them here as well. Because Vagabond and, was all for it. And we're not just with Sever the Wicked anymore. We have Sever the Wicked... And happy hour homicide. Neiman's also for it, by the way. Ah, yes. So, you got but, that from I mean, me. Sever the wicked, happy hour homicide, <clears throat> a great night down at the bomb shelter, dude. I'm, now, I'm loving it. What can we do about having one of our favorite bands to be on there? The first band that we interviewed. Better Push the attack. You had to have a three-person show. I wanted Push the Attack for this show. I tried for Push the Attack for mm-hmm. this show. Mm-hmm. Um, it just so happens to be the same weekend as Moondog. What is um, that? Which Moondog is the October version of Dog Days. Mm-hmm. And uh, our buddy Z-Man said, Sorry, dude, can't make it. I'm going to be at Moondog tripping balls. <laughs> and I couldn't knock the guy for it. Fair. So. Yeah, I tried to get Push the Attack, couldn't get them. Nah, you know. Um, I, I tried to get Dying Oath, uh, still haven't heard words, so that's pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, Dying Oath was a long shot anyway, but I gave it a shot. Yeah. Um, Nothing wrong with trying. Forever Yours is still a maybe. Yeah, it'd be kind of So cool. there could be a third band. I could have Forever Yours here. Two bands uh, are it, great, man. Two bands are fine. Yeah, but the third is is what three bands is what I always want to get here. Right. 
because three bands is is a solid solid night makes people happy to be here you know and plus those guys in forever yours is so fucking crazy i'd love to have them here <laughs> I, I had them booked for a show here and that show got canceled because i got covid and a couple other members of other bands got sick too and that whole show ended up getting shut down so i really want forever yours here at some point mm-hmm. um they're still up in the air because they're not sure if they're going to get to be a band anymore mm. um their lead singer um studies um shit what was it jujitsu i think really yeah he's he's in jujitsu it might be jujitsu don't hold me to that one but basically he got put in chokehold wrong in sparring and damn near got his vocal box crushed wow so he's not even sure if he can sing anymore um if he gets cleared by his doctors then i may have forever years here that night too but like i said that one's still up in the air i hear you But either way about it, we got Sever the Wicked. We got Happy Hour Homicide. It's going to be a fun fucking night. It's going to be a great night, no matter what. Yes. Yes. Like I said, like like you said, if we can get, like, because of where it's earlier and so far away from Hill in the Hills, if you can get yeah. hillbilly people up there, too, and be a whole mad thing, it's going to make October so much better. It's going to make yeah, I mean, so much better. If it turns into every year, we don't have just hell in the hills to look forward to but we also have voodoo in the valley that's just that just makes october the the best month for this club indeed which yeah it already is let's be honest it already is let's yeah we, we love october let's in this club real. come on now october is our time oh man what what a night <laughs> you're telling me buddy <laughs> oh my god this wow so uh, I, I'm still trying to process everything. I got you. Uh, Tr- trying to make your mind escape a little bit from that. A little, a bit, little bit of talk. Yeah. A little bit. Man. Uh, <laughs> it's a crazy night, yeah. I, be- before we really shut off or whatever, because, you know, we be- apparently became a wrestling podcast too again. <laughs> I want to mention briefly something, two things about wrestling. So here's that notice. Has CM Punk been fired? Huh? Has CM Punk been fired? No, it's not regarding that. It's WWE related. Oh, okay. So <laughs> we're so late in this. We're bringing up. I'm bringing up wrestling. What the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> the, the episode that it has been, and I'm bringing up wrestling. But it it, it levity. levity. Yes. First. And also variety. Exactly. First, Roman Reigns' opponent for Crown Jewel for the world for the undisputed Universal Title. Logan Paul is Logan Paul. Yeah, what? I, see, I did see that. Listen, I don't have a problem with Logan Paul. Logan Paul, Logan Paul fighting Roman. I have a problem with it being for the belt. It's That's, just weird. It's the only issue. He's it's only had just... two matches. He's a celebrity. <sighs> I don't have a problem with him fighting Roman, like I said, but it being for the belt, it just sounds, it's stupid. Well, I mean, it being, it being for the belt, we already know Roman's going to win. No, I mean, there's no doubt about that Roman's winning. I mean, they're not going to end Roman's two-year streak on someone like Logan Paul. If they ever fucking 
thought about doing something like that, it would be the biggest tragedy in wrestling since fucking David Arquette. What if they did? It'd be the biggest tragedy in wrestling <laughs> since David Arquette. Oh my god, that'd be would that be their WCW moment number like five hundred and seventy three? <laughs> that would totally be the WCW moment, and even David Arquette would go, "What? What the, the fuck, fuck just happened, fuck, man?" Yeah, yeah, but at least Logan Paul is more athletic than David Arquette. Than David Arquette, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a good. He's good. He picked wrestling up, pro wrestling up, real quick. He did, um, and he's doing phenomenal. He doesn't deserve a shot at the belt. No, he doesn't deserve a title shot, and definitely doesn't deserve a title. No. Um. So this would honestly, this is the big test for Triple H. Um. How the fuck are you going to play this one out, dude? But they kind of made it up because Survivor Series. Mm. Did you hear about this? I did. War Games. Yeah, they're going to have War to Games. Survivor Series. That's insane. Now, th- you can totally tell this is a Triple H call because Ms. Vince McMahon's response to War Games was the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. And they're still having the Chamber, which this new Chamber sucks. Yeah, I like I liked it at first, but like, man, it's too, it's too padded. It looks yeah. too safe. Like, don't get me wrong, I want it to be safer for the for the competitors and whatnot. But like, you want it to be safe for the competitors, but look dangerous. Look dangerous, yeah. Like the Hell in a Cell always looks dangerous. It's the ominous Hell in a Cell. But yeah. and even though like the Hell in a Cell's been neutered by like no blood. Yeah. It still is very dangerous, especially where it's taller. Yeah. It's it if if you knew that they would actually go up there every now and then. They don't do that. They don't anymore. do that, but like if you knew that they would and you see how big this new chamber is, you'd be like, Holy damn, compared to the old one. Yeah, somebody gonna die. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like the old one you thought that, <laughs> but it's like you know, Mick Foley falling from that cage should have probably really messed him up, which it did in the long run, but like I remember you, if, Rikishi falling from the cage too. I, I watched that pay per view live when yeah. Rikishi fell off. Yeah, and Shane McMahon falling from this new cage at like WrestleMania 34, mm. falling on the announce table with a crash pad underneath, looked yeah. brutal. But it's like if you did a Mick Foley spot, like they did back in '98 with this yeah. new cage, not only would he have died, yeah, he would have had time to like. Say a prayer, a full prayer yeah. probably, from the time he fell, from how big that fucking thing is, all the way to the ground. Yeah. The the cool thing with War Games is it, it's just two cages, two rings, two cages. Now, yeah. the WWE one doesn't have a top, which is mm. not how the original one was at all. Mm-mm. But they can still make it really good. Yeah. Because those NXT War Games matches were crazy. Oh yeah, the NXT guys know how to rock it. So, what we're what we're going to get hopefully when Survivor Series comes is not only a brand on brand show, but one of the most important wrestling moments in WWE history, bringing in the War Games match for the first time. Yeah, because technically it's never been on the re- regular show NXT. You know, Triple H used to say, "Oh, it's a third brand." No. If it's not no. Raw or SmackDown, it wasn't on the main show. 
Yeah. And if it wasn't they won like Survivor Series or even like a B tier like Elimination or Extreme Rules coming up. Yeah. If it wasn't like something like that, not a main show. Takeover, not a main show. NXT normally not a main show. So this is a yeah. big deal in a lot of ways. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, is it going to be anything of note other than the Probably war games? Not. Probably not. Which sucks no. because it's Survivor Series. And of the big four over the last decade plus, Survivor Series has really like fallen. Yeah, I mean, it always used to be you know WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, and usually like Backlash. SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam too, yeah. It used to be the big five with King yeah. of the Ring. Yeah, King of the Ring used to be the thing. Then they kicked kick King of the Ring to the curb because honestly, tournament shows are can be kind of boring. Yeah. Can be, but you know. Yeah. So And then I thought they were going to do that with uh, Money in the Bank, but... Apparently, they don't see Money in the Bank as that big of a show. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, their big four is still SummerSlam, Survivor Series, uh, Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. Yeah. And Survivor Series just always seems like it's like the broken fourth wheel that's like barely holding on for dear life. They're not yeah, going the past few years has been a joke. They're not going to get rid of it. They don't want to. Too much lineage, too many years. But it's yeah. like they're doing the same old SmackDown versus Raw shit, and the draft will be right before it. So it's like, well, these guys are new. Why would they care about the brand that they're on anyways? So it's yeah, stumbling it's and bumbling. Yeah, the same storyline every fucking year. This one at least has a little neat, decent coat of paint on it with War Games. So it's yeah. going a little longer, but when we get to next year, we'll be like, damn, I'll get with Survivor Series. I mean, with the War Games match, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, for one year, it's cool. I'm a little bit more excited for this year's Survivor Series just because of it. But that's it. Yeah. It's literally it. But it makes me less pissed off about... Logan Paul getting a title shot. Yeah. Not much less pissed off. But a little less. But still pissed off. <laughs> still pissed off, yeah. Well, that's the wrestling talk. Woohoo. <laughs> All right, let me <laughs> let me get into it since we're at the end of the show. I'm not do not don't you dare look up shows. Uh we're not doing that. I already show. did. You you want to do the shows? I do. All right, fucker, do the shows. What shows we got <laughs> coming up this week? Uh, let's see here. Um, this Saturday, uh, we got Elderbug, Forever Yours, and Orchid Thief in Johnson City, Tennessee. Hmm. Forever Yours is a Mad Endorse band, by the way. Cool. And we've checked out Forever Yours at Madfest. They're really good. So, I, actually, I think this is their little um, test to see if their singer can hang on. So, if he does good, he may be at uh, Voodoo in the Valley. Um, let's see what else we got here. Still uh, oh, yeah. Um, we also got this Saturday, we got uh, Through the Woods, Full the Crow um, at Wild Rider Saloon, which is actually down my way in Bluefield. Uh, that's in, Blue in Bluefield, West Virginia. Nice. Yeah. Uh. Mm hmm. Shit. <laughs> What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> there ain't much shit that happens my way, so it kind of makes me go, ooh, ooh yeah. boy, let's get yeah. into this shit. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Anything hillbilly like, way that you see? I'm looking. Because um, last week we did totally miss. Um, apparently, Bent Whiskey had a show last week. That we oh, missed. God. We did. Is that the second show we've missed in a row of theirs? God damn it. <laughs> that irritates me so much. I I told the lead singer of Bent Whiskey, I was like, we're going to, they're going to have more show up more and whatnot at Easy Street like a month ago. Uh. Feel like I haven't done shit since. And I, I meant what I said then. It's just fucking life gets in the way, and then no one tells us about shows, and I don't see shows until the last fucking minute. God damn it. Yeah, that I mean, irritates I... me. Is there anything Bent Whiskey's doing this week? I want to make sure before we go anywhere that if Bent Whiskey's doing something this weekend, we're letting people know. Let me just look them up. Yeah. This is very important to me now, J-Bomb. <laughs> because I'm tired of, like, saying one thing, and then something else completely happens. Bit whiskey. I'm gonna. If I'm not at a show, I'm at least gonna tell people where the fuck you are. I'm not seeing anything for them until October. God 1st. damn it! <laughs> God damn it! What's the October first show then? Uh, hold on a second. I was looking for somebody else. Cool. Um, October first. That'll be Dragon Palooza and Saint Alban at the Saint Albans Beer and. Music festival. What? Yeah. Beer and music festival? Man. Yeah. All these places around here have these things that I don't hear about until close to the last minute. Thank God you told me about that. And that's just in St. Albans, too. Yeah. Oh, but that's Saturday. That's not far from you. Yeah, that's a Saturday, though. I'm going to have to work that day. Eh. And that's the weekend before Hell in, or Excuse me, Voodoo in the Valley. Oh, I do see, um, actually, this Saturday uh, from 9 to 1 is Five Star Rebellion. This Saturday? Louis, uh, yeah, uh, at Louis Lounge, uh, Mardi Gras Casino and Resort. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, you got some five-star shit. Five-star's hey, great. Pa- past guests on here. Yeah, Let's past go. guests that were great guests. So, yeah, that's all I found. That's all it? Okay. I was about to say, I, I was wondering if you were still looking or if you were, like, just waiting for me to go, okay, that's enough. Oh, okay. I have an update on my friend. Okay. Is, uh, his cousin His cousin just messaged me. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, sorry to bother you so late. I just got off the phone with him. He's at Princeton now. They were going to send him to Johnson City and canceled the flight for some reason. He is talking and said he's okay. Says his pain is an 8 out of 10, but he's more hurt at how she did him. Yeah. I told him to call me. Um, they decided to send him anywhere else. Murphy's admitted there. Said they ran an MRI, running additional tests. Said the gunshot wound is in his back and uh, other parts of his arm. So that, yeah, that uh, that hollow point bounced all the way into his fucking back. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Well, I'm sure that's going to be something we hear talk about for sure next week as well. Yeah, we'll update next week. For sure. Hopefully as we update that he's still alive. As of now, he is. So, yay. That's very good. <laughs> that's a very good sign. He's still kicking. So, yeah, we're, we're okay. Um, 
because of the he- like I like I mentioned in the middle of the episode, I don't feel comfortable doing the af- the after show uh, spots or whatever. So mm. I'm, I'm going to ignore that. But we will be going to the after show unless J Bomb you don't want to tonight. You want to make that decision right now while we're talking to everybody, or I'm what? okay with an after show. You're okay with an after show. I'm okay. All right. Um, so yeah. now that I've now that I've heard from his cousin and that he's still kicking. I'm good. Very good. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go. We're about ready to go there. First, let me do shouts out. Shout outs here. I don't know why I keep wanting to call it shouts out. Shouts out. Shouts out. Keith uh, well, with his shouts out. Yeah. Wild Card Forty Two Rigs also. Uh, go listen to the Royal Flush Lounge podcast. Ryan Cook. He also has a podcast. Threats of a Good Time, formerly known as Joker. He was on with us about a month ago now. Yeah, and and also Riggs with his uh, podcast, he messaged me about wanting to do separate episodes with me and you. Mm-hmm. He he messaged you about that. He did, yeah. Like he wants one where he can talk with you about gaming, and one where he can talk with me about horror movies, and then we do an episode of us together. I kind of like that idea. I do too. Yeah, I dig oh, it. Oh, excuse me. Hopefully, we can get together and do that. Yeah, very definitely. soon. XX Freya XX, that's Falcon. Spook, Falcon. Spooky Nick 666. Zachary Grady 96. Jedi. I love me some Jedi. And Psychotic Smoker is Smoker. Crazy old Smoker. Thank you all so much for listening today. Um, advice, obviously, J Bond. <laughs> advice, obviously, as we've been the topic of our entire episode. If you're in a bad relationship if it's abusive and toxic you can find somebody else you don't don't dwell on that move on get away because it may cost you your life yeah i have no idea what i'm going to title this episode i don't know what's appropriate or not (laughs) i'm gonna be racking my brain until now until five o'clock when the show comes up but uh i would just call i would just call it shots fired oh god that's I feel like that's fucked up. I would just call it that. I would. Cause All right. When 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 the cops was here and the uh, the cops told me that they'd already had uh, multiple calls in West Virginia about it, and I was like, "For what? Shots fired?" And he was like, "No, uh, she reported the four wheeler stolen." And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" All right. Really? All right. Well, that t- title subject to change. I'm still going for shots fired. I'm going to put that as shots fired. I'm not changing it. I'm going for shots fired. Uh, until someone tells me until someone tells me otherwise that this episode has to go down, it's going up exactly how it is, minus a couple things that has to be cut out for obvious reasons. Yeah. So. But we discussed those reasons. Exactly. So yeah. that's it for us for this episode. My God. Jesus. Let's get to yeah. the episode. Let's get to the after show. J-Bomb. My lovely friend, Jack. <laughs> I am so sorry you and your friend have had such a damn messy night, especially him. And I hope him the best. I wish him the best. I hope he, whatever, I hope whatever hap- has happened, he gets better from this now and moves on. He needs to. I, I agree. And, and I thank you, brother. I really do. Yeah. Uh, Take it out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's... 
It's definitely been a, a dramatic night, and anybody that knows me knows I really don't like drama and can't function around drama. So it's been a, it's been a crazy night. Um, but everybody, thank you for listening. I, I hope, if anything, this episode reaches out to some people listening that that may be in a bad spot and and need this kind of advice. Um, so I, I hope that the, if anything, this episode reached out to people. Um, but thank you, everybody, for listening. Love y'all. Um, as I always say, have a great week. Have an even greater weekend. Uh, Have fun. Don't drink and drive. And as I always say, stay metal.